Shalom to all. Today's office bubble comment off Ayn Vav, and we're starting the top line with a quote from the Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Leila Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basar Yaakov Maisha, Hernas Shama should have an Aliyah, and Leila Nishmas, Mars Rivka Basar Meir Zev. Her neshama should have an aliyah. Now, the had said, If a person stole an animal, then was makdash it, and then he shechted or sold it, he's not chayv dal v'hei. And that's because he's shechting or selling hektish's animal, and the Pasuk tells us that he's only chayv dal v'hei for doing this to his friend's animal, and not hektish's animal. Something more as Amri, they said, We can understand that he's not going to be chayv for the tvicha, for the shechting of it. Because when he shechted it, he's shechting hektish's animal, and he's not shechting the owner's animal. Should be chayiv for the etzem act of making it hektish. Why so? What's the difference if he sold it to a regular person or if he sold it to shemayim? When he makes it hektish, that's like selling it to hektish. So what's the difference when he sells it to a different person? He'd be chayiv dalad for that. Well, when he's makdish the animal itself, that very act of being makdish it is like selling it. So he should be chayiv dalad for that. So the Gemara answers, "Hamani Reb Shimon, he who's this part of the Mishnah? It's Reb Shimon. Damer who says kachim shchayiv b'chiruson b'rushusi demarik haimi. If a person is responsible for kachim, it's considered to be in his rishos." Now let's explain what this answer is. We know that if a person says, lai carbon, I take upon myself to bring a carbon. For example, he says, lai oila, I take upon myself to bring an oila. And then he designates an animal to be used. Even if something happens to that animal, it gets stolen, lost, dies, gets a mum, he's responsible to bring another one. Because he didn't say, zu oila, this animal's an oila. He said, lai oila, I'm going to bring an oila. And just because he happened to designate this animal as an oila, that doesn't make a difference. If something happens to this one, he has to bring another one. Now, we previously had Shita Zerb Shemin, and we learned that this is called a Dover Hagarm Lamam. He has a vested interest in this. Again, because if something happens to it, he now has to bring another one. And therefore, when he's makdash it, it's not 100% hektish because he bears responsibility for it. So now we can understand the answer of the Gemara. The Mishnah is dealing with a situation where the of himself had said, Harei carbon. Then he stole this animal and was makdash it for his carbon. And since he retains partial ownership of it, being makdash it is not similar to selling it. And that's why it's not chayv dalad behei. How the Gemara says that can't be. Homo the Sefer of Shemin, Shemin. Since the Sefer of the Mishnah is Reb Shemin, and our Mishnah very clearly tells us that the Sefer is Reb Shemin, so the Reisha can't be Reb Shimon. So we have a different answer. El Ahachmaiskin, what are we talking about over here? Bekachim Kalim. We're referring to lower level Kachim. For example, a carbon Shlamim, Balib Rabbi Yasei Glili, and we're going to Quantra Yasei Glili, the Amru holds Kachim Kalim, Mamun Bailim Hu. The Kachim Kalim is considered the Mamun of the owner. And therefore, Rishusei Kami is considered to be in his Rishus, even though it was made hectish, and therefore it's not like selling it. Ask the how could you say that? What would you say if we were talking about Kachim Kachim? Does that mean the Ghanim would have to pay Dalar Behe after being Makdash it because it's like he's selling it? Well, if that's so, Adetani Reisha, instead of the Reisha teaching, and what's the Reisha? It's the Mishnah and Daf Ayin. The Gan of Hektesh, if he stole it, shechted it, and then was Makdash it, Mishnah Tashlum Dalad he would have to pay Dalad Vehei, will live like Glissim Bidida. Why don't we just differentiate in this case itself? Why doesn't the Mishnah just say, when is it that he's not Chayv Dalad Vehei? Bekachim Kalim. When we're dealing with Kachim Kalim. Kachim. But if we're dealing with Kachim Kachim, Mishnah Tashlum Yarbav Chamisha, he would have to pay Dalad Vehei. And the Mishnah didn't say that. It must be that even if we're dealing with Kachim Kachim, the Ghanav would not have to pay Dalad Vahey. Back to our question, why not? So that should be Machavim and Dalad Vahey. The Gemara says, You're right, there's no difference between Kachi Kachim and Kachim Kalim. And the Kashalcha, that which you asked, What's the difference selling it to a Hedyot or to Shemayim? He should have to pay Dalad Vahey. The answer is, When the Ghanav sells it to a different person, well, originally this used to be called the Shar of Ruvain, and now that it's sold to Shemin, it's called the Shar of Shemin. Whereas Machal Shemayim, when he 
sells it to Shemaim by being Maktashit, Meikar Tur de Ruvain, Vahashta Tur de Ruvain. Originally it was called Ruvain's Shar, and it's still called Ruvain's Shar. Even though maybe from a financial perspective, it's not considered Ruvain's Shar because he was Maktashit, it's still called Ruvain's Carbon, and therefore being Maktashit is not similar to selling it. And that's why you wouldn't have to pay Dalad Vahay. And now going to explain Shitas Rabshem and Armishnah. Rabshem and Armishnah, Vahulu, Rabshem and Armishnah differentiated between Kachim Shechai Bachriusan and Kachim Shein Chai Bachriusan. And again, what is this? So we just explained previously, Kachim Shechai Bachriusan is when he said, Hare Olai, to bring a carbon. I take upon myself some sort of carbon. And even if he designates an animal for that carbon, if something happens to that animal, he's responsible to bring another one. And Kachim Shein Chai Bachriusan is when he says, This is a carbon. And if something happens to it, he's not responsible to bring another one. And Rabshim seems to be arguing with the Tanakama. The Tanakama said that if he stole an animal, was Makdashit, and then shechted it, he's not Chayv Dalad Vahey. Whereas Rabshimin seems to differentiate by saying that if the animal that he stole was Kachim Shechai Bachriusan, he would have to pay Dalad Vahey. But if the animal that he stole was Kachim Shein Chayv Bachriusan, he doesn't have to pay Dalad Vahey. So we're asked on this. Amri, they said as follows. We understand that Rabshimin holds that there's no difference between selling it to a Hadith or selling it to Shemaim, and that's considered a 100% sale. And therefore, to be considered like selling it when he's Makdashit. However, Rabbi Shimon should really say the opposite of the Mishnah. If we're dealing with Kachim that he's responsible for, so he's Pater and Dalad Behe. Because it's not considered to have left his Rishus completely, as we just explained previously. Since he's responsible for it, it's considered a Dabra Agarim Lamamain, and therefore he retains partial ownership of it. And by that same token, Rabbi Shimon should have said that Kachim Chayev, that if we're dealing with Kachim that he's not responsible for, so then the Ganev is Chayev Dalad Behe. Because in that situation, it completely leaves his Rishus, and then it would be like selling it. And Rav Shimon is saying the exact opposite of the Mishnah. So Gemara says, Amri, they answered, Rav Shimon is going on a totally different thing. It's not going on the case that we have in our Mishnah. And this is what's really being taught. If one steals from a Ganev and then he sells it or shechts it, he doesn't have to pay Dalar And so too, if a person steals Hektish from the owner's house, meaning the owner was the one that made a Hektish and then the Ganev stole it from him and then shechted it or sold it, he's Pater. My time of why is that? The Mazik tells us it was stolen from the Beis Ha'ish, and that tells us not if he steals it from Hektish. So if he steals an animal that's Hektish, he's not Chai for Dalad Vahey. Whereas Rav Shimon and Rav Shimon says, and this is what Rav Shimon's commenting on in our Mishnah, if he stole Kachim that the owner is responsible for, Chayiv. So he is Chayiv Dalad Vahey for shechting or selling it. My time why is that? Karina Bevagunim Beis Ha'ish. Because we can apply the Pasuk of, and he stole it from the house of the man. Because again, as we just said multiple times, Kachim Shechayiv Bachriusan is still considered to be partially owned by the original owner, and therefore when he shechts it or sells it, that's considered like it was stolen from the base ha'ish. And if he stole kachim, so he's pater for ish. It's not considered stealing it from base ha'ish because kachim is not owned by the owner anymore. But now I think more ass on this. We know that Reb Shimon holds that a shechita that's not fitting is not called a valid shechita. Well, that means that this new explanation of Reb Shimon is problematic because kachim nami shechita shein ruyahi. This case of kachim is considered a shechita shein ruya. Because in our new understanding, what happened? This fellow stole an animal that was kachim, and he shechted it for himself in order to eat it. But there's a shechita shein ruya because since he stole an animal that's kachim, it's not allowed to be shechted outside the base of mikdash, and therefore the guy was not allowed to eat it. And since the shechita shein ruya, he should vaiter not be chayv and dalav hey. So here we're gonna have three different answers to this. The first two are somewhat similar, and the third one is different. So yes, Rav Dimi, Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael. Am Rav Yechanan. He said the name Rav Yechanan. Veshechet mimim bebefnim l'shem bailim. We're talking about where he shechted an unblemished animal inside the base for the Bailam themselves. Meaning this Ganev is a Tzaddik. He stole this animal that was Kachim, and instead of shechting it for himself, he brought it to the Beis HaMikdash and shechted it for the owner. And that's a Shechit Ru'uya. It was a Karban that was shechted in 
the base of Mekdash for the owner. And that's why the Ganav is Chayav Dalad Vehei, because the Shechita Ru'uya. Ask the Gemara, why would he be Chayav Dalad Vehei? Varei Chazor Karen Labailim. The Karen went back to the Bailim in this scenario. Since the Ganav shechted it for the owner, and it's a valid carbon, so that means that it's like he returned the animal to the owner. So why would he be Chayav Dalad Vehei? So Amr of Yitzchak Baravin, he answers, Shinesh Bachadam. We're talking about where the blood spilled, and they weren't able to do Zrikas Hadam on the Mizbeach. So the Shechita itself was Ru'uya. It was a valid Shechita, because it was shechted for the owner. However, since the owner didn't receive a kapar for this animal because the blood was spilled before Zrika on the Mizbeach, that's why it's not considered a Chazer Karen Labailim, and we viewed as if the Ganav shechted the owner's animal, and therefore he would be Chayv Dalad Vehei. Now that was our Dimi B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan. However, Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, on Rabbi Yechanan, he said in Rabbi Yechanan, B'Shechetumim B'Fnim, Shaloy L'Shem Bailim. It's slightly different. We're talking about him shechting this animal, and it was a Tamim, it was unblemished, inside the base of Mikdash, but he shechted it, not for the Bailim, and it's still considered Shechitur Uya. However, we don't have this problem of Chazer Karen Labailim, because since it wasn't shechted for the owner, the owner never received the kapara, and therefore it's considered like he stole the animal from the owner. Now, Ein Vavon Beis on top, we have our third answer. We're talking about where he shechted this animal, but it was a balmum, it was a blemished animal, and he shechted it outside the base of Mekdash. And we know that an animal designated as a carbon that gets a mom is allowed to be shechted outside the base of Mekdash, and the person's allowed to eat from it, and that's why it's considered shechitur uya, and that's why he would be chayv dalad vehei. So we have our three different answers. For now, we're going to have a question on both of these categories of answers. Remember, we said the first two answers are similar, and the third answer is different. So now we have two questions. Toibar Rabelazar. Rabelazar was surprised at this. And even the Rashi says that this is a question on Ravin's quote of Yechanan. It's also a question on Ravdimi's quote of Yechanan. Shechita Mataras. The Shechita is what matters the animal. It's the Zrika, the sprinkling of the blood, which is matter the animal. So how could you say that the reason why it's considered Shechita Ruya is because it was Shechted inside the base of Mekdash? It doesn't really make a difference if it was Shechted in the base of Mekdash. The main thing they would consider this carbon valid is if there was Zrika and not the Shechita. And furthermore, according to Shlakish's opinion, we also have a problem. Shechita Mataras, you're saying the Shechita of this animal, which is Balmom, is what matters it, and that's why the Ghana would pay Dalad Vehei, Baloi Pidiya Mataras. Redeeming the animal is what's matter it. Even though a carbon that's a Balmom is allowed to be Shechted outside the base of Mikdash, that Shechita is not allowed to happen until it's redeemed. We have to deconsecrate it, transfer its Kedusha onto money, and only then it's allowed to be Shechted. So the main focus over here is not the Shechita, it should be the Pidiya. So when our answer is Ishtamitzer, Blazer forgot the following, Hadrab Shimon, that which Rab Shimon holds, Kol Oymid Lizra Kizarok Dami, Anything which could be sprinkled, it's oimid lizrak, it's like the blood was sprinkled already. And Machala Oimid Liftais, Kipadu Dami, anything that could be redeemed is like it was redeemed already. Now, where do we know, Kala Oimid Lizrak, Kazark Dami, that anything that could be sprinkled is like it's sprinkled? Titan, you have a following Brysa. Now, this Brysa talks about Nysar. And what is that? So we know that every single carbon has a time limit that's allowed to be eaten. Some for the day that it's shechted and the following night, some for the day that it's shechted the following night and the next day as well. And any meat which is not eaten within this prescribed time is considered Nysar. It's possible and it has to be burned. The Bryce tells as follows, Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon says, Yesh nicer shumitami Thomas Eichlin. There is nicer that could become Tommy with Thomas Eichlin. Yesh nicer she'en with Thomas Eichlin. There is nicer that can become Tommy Thomas Eichlin. Meaning, even though this meat is considered nicer and one's not allowed to eat it, he's not allowed to benefit from it, it still could become Tommy. Kate's out, what's the situation? So, lan lefnei zrika, ene mitami Thomas Eichlin. If it was lun, which literally means it slept, but over here we translate it as it stayed overnight, going past the time that's allowed to be eaten, before zrika, before the blood was sprinkled, so then, it can't be Metam Thomas Eichlin. But if it was Lun, if it stayed overnight after Zrika, then Metam Thomas Eichlin, it could become Tommy Thomas Eichlin. And a further explanation of this is Vekai Mulan, we know that Mylif Nei Zrika, what does that mean before Zrika? Kaidim Shaniril Zrika, before it was fit to be sprinkled. And Laachar Zrika, what does that mean after Zrika? Laachar Shaniril Zrika, 
after it was fit to be sprinkled. And we continue explaining this. What does that mean that it was lun? It stayed overnight before the animal was fit for zrika. The answer is, There wasn't any time in the day to sprinkle the blood. We're talking about where the animal was shechted right before shkia and therefore by the time the shechita was finished, it was already shkia, and we cannot do zrika anymore, and therefore this carbon itself was never allowed to be eaten, because zrika was never done on the carbon, and that's why when this meat becomes nicer, because it stayed overnight, it's not going to become tami tomas eichlin, because it was never fit to be eaten in the first place. And what does that mean that it stayed overnight after it was fit for zrika? There was enough time in the day to sprinkle the blood before shkia, and in that situation, the meat is considered permitted to eat, and therefore when the meat becomes nicer, it could become tami with tomas eichlin. Now, Amal, what do we see from here? Then anything that's fitting to be sprinkled is considered like it was sprinkled already. Because in this whole discussion over here, we're talking about something that's fitting to be sprinkled or not fitting to be sprinkled. Not that Zerika was actually done. And even though Zerika wasn't done, we still consider this meat fit to be eaten. And that's why it could be with Kamal Thomas Eichlin when it becomes nicer. So that's our source of Shimon holds called Oymid Lizrik Kizarik Dami. And therefore, Ablazar's question on Rabbi Yechanan is not valid. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow how we know that Kamal Oymid Lifta is Kapati Dami. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.